Welcome back to another episode of the Educated and the Reckless Podcast with your host, Apollo P. And no better, Nina. Back again, back again. How you doing, Nina? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, doing well. What'd you do this week? Anything? Don't say nothing, please. Uh, I went bowling on Sunday. Uh, I got my new battery for a laptop, for my laptop, so oh, I don't yay. I don't know how to, uh, to use it with charging it all the time. How much did that cost? Like 230 Okay, I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah. Did was, you have to, like, wait a while for them to put it in and shit, or what? Maybe, like, 45 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad at all. I, ca- I came right before the store closed, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you got lucky. Yeah, because there's only one place that I know about it. It's in, like, all the way in Oakville. Uh-huh. And so, yesterday, I just woke up. I was like, fuck it, I need to get this fixed, because I can't walk around with a charge in my thing anymore. Yeah. It gets annoying. Sorry. So, now I got, like, I got 90, 94 charge. It's good. Yeah. I'm 95. Yeah, man, I don't have to. I don't have to worry about you know charging it and stuff like that all the time. That's bad. Last time I changed my battery was like three years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I've what? never changed my battery, and I've had mine for four years. I don't know. Carly, did you ever? You know, when you had your laptop before, like, did you always keep the charger plugged in even when it was fully charged? When I got the laptop, the la- battery's already fucked on it. Oh. Yeah, so okay. I had to change it, and then it got fucked maybe mid last year or something like that. Okay. I can't really remember, mm-hmm. but I just had it on the charger all the time, and that's why it was keeping it alive. But now, I'm gonna worry about that. At the moment, I got another maybe three years on top of me, <laughs> <laughs> or unless I buy a new laptop. Yeah, at I'm, that point, I was gonna say you might as well just get a new one. Yeah, might as well. Uh, so what about you? What you do? Um, I didn't do much. I went out on Saturday. Um. That was fun. It was like a... Okay, so I went to a, a throwback party that one of your friends promotes like a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And like, I was very disappointed because I think I talked about how I was expecting it to be like 2000s hip hop and it ended up just being dance hall. And like, I don't really like dance hall. Not 2000s dance hall? That's what it ended up being. 2000s dance hall? But it was promoted as like 2000s hip hop. So like, I was amped and then... Heard a lot of uh, Sean Paul temperature? <laughs> no, not even You didn't that. hear temperature? Not even that. Oh, like, that shit trash. It's really just shit that I didn't know. And so then, um, this weekend, there was like, a, it was another throwback party that he was promoting again. Yeah. So, except this time it was at Anco, so I went. Oh my God, this one was so much better. Mm-hmm. I was so happy that I went. Um, Like, it was like, I don't know, it was just like really fun. Like, the energy was like really good and like people were like crumping and shit. Like, it was a lot of fun. You were crumping? Yeah, like it was like wild. Oh, like, wow. I haven't seen crumping in a while. <laughs> yeah. So many people responded to my Snapchat story were like, what the fuck is this stomp the yard? That's lit. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much it. It was really fun. And then. Crumping? Yeah, you know what? We gotta bring that shit back, man. No, it was sick. Like, we gotta it, bring that shit like, back. Like, everyone was just in like this huge circle and like these guys were just going at it. And then at one point, this girl jumped in too. Yeah. We cool. gotta bring that shit back, cause I remember, I remember when crumping was like up, coming up, and I seen Chris Brown was crumping inside of you know what was that song? What was that song? He was crumping in one of the joints, right? In like a music video? Yeah, I forget the one where he had a little wing with it. Uh, give me that. Yeah, give me that, yeah. and he was doing all of that, and yeah. he was flipping his hat, doing it. Yeah, which was wild. Yeah, yeah and even there was even a documentary. A lot of people were listening. You remember the documentary called? I think it was called Rise. I don't remember. I didn't watch that. It was called Rise, and it was like based out in LA, and it was like this cr- this crumping group. Yo, they didn't bring crumping back because it was like a culture, yo. <laughs> it was a culture. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I yesterday I had a soccer game, and I scored again. I don't know if it's necessary to even say that anymore because you guys should already know. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's really it. 
Yeah, Rise with a Z. It came out two thousand five. Never watched. Oh it. no, wrong one. I'm my bad. I don't think this is it. I know there's like. Yeah, nah. I'm looking. Keep on talking. Keep on talking. I, that's it. I have nothing else to say. My week is over. That was it. That was literally it. <laughs> yeah, it was Rise with a Z. Yeah, 2005. Okay, Little C, Tommy John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yo, Rise. It was a dope documentary. I remember it back in the day. Okay. I wanted to watch it and all of that. Uh, and it, wait, That's all you did? You yeah, lived a little boy in week. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that was it. I kind of just chilled out after that. Um, I'm booking my trip to Vegas this weekend. Hey. So that's exciting. Hey. Oh, yo. Uh, what else is there? Um, what else? So... You know how I was saying I'm going to go to uh, two trips this year? Yes. You know, LA and uh, Bali? Yes. Are you actually going to go to Bali? Who are you going to go to Bali with? See, the Bali one is kind of open <laughs> the air because it's kind of tough. I have a friend in LA. He says about, we're about to go. But LA, me trying to book a, for, a trip with a guy from LA to Bali is is like, it's different. It's harder. Yeah. Because you know why? It's different currency. You don't got to pay the same as I got to pay. You know what I mean? We'll just do everything in... U.S. Everything's mostly in U.S. dollars anyway. Yeah, that means I gotta cough yeah. up more. Or well, actually, no, I'm probably coughing up the same. How much did you look into? How much it would cost to go? To be honest, the most expensive part is the flight. So the flight is like looking at eleven hundred. Holy shit! Yeah, depending on when. Well, I'm trying to go near the end of the year, so that's really expensive. Yeah. My whole trip to Vegas is like nine hundred. Because you're only going down down south. Yeah. I'm going. I'm only. going to like. Where is Bali? Is it, oh, it's in Indonesia. <laughs> Indonesia, right? like that's in Asia, other right? part of the country, other part of the world. That's Asia, right? Yeah. How long is the flight? I have no clue. Maybe Probably like really long. Maybe eighteen hours or something. Because I remember when I flew to India when I was like nine, it was like long. Yeah. Like maybe just over a day or just under a day. Might be the same thing. Because I'm going That's to too all long, over. Man. There. I can't do that shit. I know. I know. You know what? I know that I'll get on much more. Call it free food. Yeah, but but you know what? <laughs> First of all, the airplane food is shit. But I know. Also, like I find when like personally, like when I go to these different countries, like even when I was in Mexico and stuff, like I I I can't eat anything while I'm there. Like the food does not sit well in my stomach ever, no matter where I am. Only thing I can stick to is pizza and fruit. They do say Bali has a, a, a rich amount of food. Oh, I, that's not right. But like, does your stomach like is your stomach cool like when you go to other places and eat stuff? The only other places I've really been to outside like North Jamaica. Jamaica. Okay, when you went to Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica food was cool. I mean, I'm too scared to try anything. Yeah, they had a whole again. buffet joint and I ate all of that. I didn't have any type of complications in my stomach. Yeah, I, when I go places, not necessarily I don't have. I don't oh, know. Maybe I'm a good choice of I know how to pick my food properly. Maybe I always end up throwing up. Yeah, I don't, I every single time. I haven't done that just yet. Even since I was a kid. So I just can't. I, I That's why I could. Like, I love going on vacation, but I can't. I just can't eat. Like, I yeah. just have to stick to fruit and liquor. That's that kind of fucked up. You yeah, can't really appreciate sucks. eating away. It's no, like you got to starve yourself just to enjoy yourself. Yeah, that's basically. crazy. But whatever. At least I look skinny on the beach, so. <laughs> yeah, but at what cost? At what cost? At what cost, Nina? At what cost? Uh, so let's get into the topics, all right? Uh, you know, what, what are we going to start? We're going to start with the, one of the hottest topics out right now. We're going to talk about R. Kelly. <laughs> Woohoo, he's uh, back again. He's back again. R. Kelly's been inside the news cycle since I'm January. I'm sick and tired of it. Since January, I'm going to say the second or something. I'm sick and tired And of he's it. been popping. 
See, I blame you guys. You, everyone who hates R. Kelly, everyone who made the doc about him, you're the reason why he's still going through the music. We're music. also a reason, too, because we keep talking about him as well. Yeah, but I was never going to talk about it if this shit wasn't part of the public, like, the part of the news cycle. So it's like, we talking about R. Kelly, like, if, sometimes you just got to forget about the guy and let him do what he got to do, right? Yeah. But, you know, we've seen okay. the parents come on the doc screaming and yelling. Did you not- watch the interview? With the R. Kelly one and the hostages? I watched a little bit of the hostage. I watched whatever I watched before the full length stuff came out. I never watched the full length stuff. I watched the snippets. Okay, like, yeah, that's what, yeah. I was yeah. just making sure. That's what I, I saw too. Because I went on YouTube and I saw like, I don't think it was a full thing, but there was enough for me to say like two minutes and some change on it. Mm-hmm. On the internet with the two of the two little girls. Mm-hmm. And I remember how they started off because I seen how Gail King was started off. It's like, oh, are you guys his girlfriends? It was like, yeah, you guys have threesomes. And the girl started snapping. It was like, don't ask me about oh, my sexual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure as a woman, you wouldn't like to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, she was blah, like, blah, yes. Blah. Yeah, I, saw yeah. That. I was like, oh, shit, she's snapping. Yeah. And then I saw the part where she started crying a little bit. Yeah. And then I don't know whatever happened then. I, that seemed like more so like the core of the interview. She, that, said, she, she said that um, her parents, she never wanted to do music. Her parents made yeah. it seem like a job and she yeah. tried to kill herself and then, over it. Yeah, so they did that. I swear whatever video i watched they did that and then they panned back into the news the news station anchor and they said yeah uh we finally got some intel from Ezreal's parents saying that she wanted to commit suicide because of a bad breakup and not because her parents were forcing her to and they have uh hospital records of her yeah. saying that she wanted to commit suicide because of the breakup. So it kind of conflicts what she said in the interview with Yo, Gail at this King. point, it's like, I don't even know who to believe. Release the hospital records. I want to see it for myself. Real? Release hospital records for fucking Juicy, man. <laughs> <laughs> did, did that guy really get that, fucked up? I mean, I guess I guess not. But yeah. I mean, we'll get into that later. Uh, Man, yeah, so... That's the, so me say you have little hostages, but I don't think they're hostages anymore. <laughs> I think they're will they're willfully there because they really enjoy R. Kelly's presence. Those I, two seem yeah, like in the, the interview specifically, I will say they seem like they like out of everybody well, mind you, obviously they weren't in the documentary, but mm-hmm. even even so, when that Dominique girl, the one who they, they made like cut her hair and okay, kind of, like so a little boy. You know what I realized? I messed up last last episode uh-huh. when I said uh Janae what, what's her name? Deshonda? Uh, Geronda. Deronda brought in Jocelyn Savage. No, that was wrong. She brought in Dominique. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, yeah Dominique. you're right, you're right, you're right. I have to make that correction. Yes. Um but yeah, so like even so, like in the documentary, there was Dominique and I think I don't know if there was another one that some someone's parent came to like get or something. I only know Dominique's parent came, Ezreal's parents came to the studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, yeah. Jocelyn Savage's parents were just you know doing news conferences yeah, and shit and like going that. Going to his house in Atlanta and yeah. calling wellness checks. Uh, I don't know any. Those are the three parents that I can really remember. Those are the three parents that are actually connecting and have a conversation with. Yeah. Each other. Um. But with like, but even so, with Dominique, like you could tell like she didn't want to be there like Mm. even when her mom did come to get her and then she ended up staying but then she called the hotel like then whoever she was with called the hotel said that that woman's not her mom whatever but then dominique still like called her mom back later and was like come back at this time so like you knew she didn't want to be there with these two it's almost like you say that yeah but you at the end of the documentary she said that dominique went went back but then she left and then she left again so in a part there's a part of me that says like she probably really appreciated R. Kelly's presence. But I don't even think it was that because they said when she left, they said that she left because she didn't know how to continue a normal life without his like lifestyle of policing her like around. You know what I mean? Because obviously he kind of changed her whole life and and made her look a certain way and dress a certain way and do certain things. So yeah, so like her, she, she didn't know how to 
just live a normal life like you and I. Like, he gave you know? her guidance. He was like, yo, this is how you this is how you gonna live when you live with me. And then, and then when she doesn't live with him anymore, it's like she's like, well, what do I that's do? That's what my do? thing is. So see, the the reason why I have such reserves about this whole Car Kelly documentary and how R. Kelly's treating these women is because the main person who said or clearly left, came back, and left again mm-hmm. hasn't spoke out. All these other women who've been with him in his past of all speaking out. I remember uh, Lisa Ann Van Winkle. I don't know her name. Lisa yeah. Ann. Okay. She's having an interview with Black TV saying that R. Kelly was exp- uh, uh, telling her about his growing up and being um, molested by his sisters. Yeah. Saying, that, you know, putting pencils up her pussy and eating the blocks and all that. Ew. She, she was nasty. Very graphic. Ew. Um, she was saying, like, how R-, how R. Kelly would treat her and she would just expose all these things about him. And how she said that she also said that he told her ver- verbatim that he married uh, Aaliyah, doctored the doc the, the the certificate. Yeah, to make her seem like she's eighteen, just in case if it comes out that she's pregnant before she gets the abortion, it doesn't seem like he did anything wrong and they were married. So it was like a shotgun marriage. Shotgun marriage. On top of that, she also said that she was R. Kelly was also having a sexual relationship with Aaliyah's mom mm-hmm. at the time, where. She said, speculated, maybe that's why Leah's family have never came out against R. Kelly because denied it. because she or the mother was also sleeping with R. Kelly, her damn self. Um, but even so, with Dominique not coming out to speak against what happened, like you got to think about it this way too. Like that was fairly recent to the point where she could still like she could have she might have PTSD or something. You know what I mean? So maybe that's why she doesn't necessarily want to come out and speak about it just yet. I mean, it would be cool if she did at some point in time, but I can understand where. Like, something like that could traumatize you to the point where it's like, I don't really want to talk about this right now. I mean, she, if, out of anybody, she, she went through the most changes. Like, the guy literally turned her into a stud. Like, for what purpose? So when he had sex with her, she would look like a boy in a threesome? Like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, no, no. She she said what what was happening. She was the most rebellious one. That's what she said. That's what, no, someone else, the... the the secret identity person in mm-hmm. the doc said Dominique was the most rebellious one. And so in terms of how to punish her, uh, he said, uh, so the person in the black was like, she was the most rebellious one. And mm-hmm. so in terms of how to punish her, he would, you know, make her, you know, cut her hair and dress like a boy type things in terms of how to uh, micromanager type thing. Mm-hmm. But that's also like all the more reason that, Okay, anyways, um, what I was going to say was that's kind of like, to me, at that sense, that it also... Oh, sorry, we're cutting back in. Yeah. Okay, what I was going <laughs> to say was, <laughs> to me, that's also like all the more reason that her being the most rebellious one and being punished for it, all the more reason of her going back home to her mom and then leaving yeah. because her mom probably wasn't punishing her for things that R. Kelly might have punished her for. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say for an example, and like, obviously I don't know, like, if this is a real, like, really a situation that's happened or not, but let's say, for example, uh, she was drinking orange juice instead of apple juice, and R. Kelly only wanted her to drink apple juice. Like, he might have been. Oh like, no, hey. no, no! Go, for, go as far as what this is. Not even that. It's the fact that she was drinking without even asking R. Kelly for permission. Okay, so let's Allegedly. say that. Yeah, so Allegedly. let's say she was drinking orange juice without asking R. Kelly for permission, and then at that point, R. Kelly's like, "Kate, we're shaving your head," like mm. you know. But then it's like when she's at home, she's she like. She drinks water and nothing happens. And then she's like, uh, something's wrong. Like, this doesn't make sense. This I, isn't how I 
Let's be honest. She was accustomed to the lifestyle. Whatever lifestyle that may be, she was accustomed to that and she liked it. Especially, no, I don't even think she liked it. I think when you're that young, when you're young, you're easily influenced. Like, I know for myself personally, coming up in high school and stuff, I was, like, I gave into peer pressure all the fucking time. this, This woman... She's the same age. She's around the same age as Geronda. Mm-hmm. So she's 17, both, 18. Geronda. No, 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 no. Geronda. When, well, so Geronda's, you said 26. Geronda's like my age. Or 26 for three 20, kids. I think maybe 28. No, no, no. Geronda was 26. You okay. said 26. 26, 27 maybe. Uh, Don, Dominique, she found her maybe, but let's say, let's give a, a margin of two years younger than her. This is a woman who was saved around 24, 25 maybe. Wait, are you sure she was saved around that age? I thought she was way younger. No, she was the same age around Deronda. Oh, that's why she was brought in when she was what, like seventeen? No, no, she brought in Deronda met R. Kelly when he when she was sixteen. No, Dominique came with Jocelyn. Remember, not Deronda. No, no, Dominique. No, no, Dominique didn't come with Jocelyn. Dominique came through Deronda because Deronda, like I said, Deronda was pulling girls for R. Kelly. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm I'm positive. Jocelyn and Dominique were two friends. No, no. See the thing. See the thing. See the thing is. I fucked up last week by saying what I said. So Jocelyn, <laughs> Jocelyn see. was in school. Okay. She was in university yes, when she yeah. met. Okay, yeah. When she met R. Kelly. I remember that. Dominique, I don't know if she was in university yet or she was just living life at the time outside of school, but she wasn't in high school no more. Mm-hmm. And Geronda brought her in. And Geronda were friends from either high school or just friends just regularly. Yeah. And so during her during Geronda's time with R. Kelly, R. Kelly was like, yo, bring some more girls in for me. And Geronda brought in her friend Dominique. Mm-hmm. And hence, Dominique got locked into the system of R. Kelly, alleged system. And while Geronda, you know, ended up escaping because she was no longer, you know, enjoyed R. Kelly's presence anymore. Well, I still, I don't think that, I don't think that Dominique was somebody who necessarily liked the way she was being treated. I think it's just, um, you know, like having that sort of, maybe, because, okay, let's be realistic. Let's think about it in this way. Mm-hmm. Dominique... It was her mother who spoke out, like, who was basically doing it. Like, that's the only parental figure she had in her life. Yeah. So, I don't I don't know if she has a dad or not. I'm not sure. But going off of that alone, I'm going to say that she doesn't have a dad in her life. So, at this point in time, you could also think of it this way. Maybe R. Kelly was the only male figure that she had in her life who gave her some sort of guidance that maybe because she doesn't know anything else, like anyone else who Pimpin. would be fatherly, Pimpin. like... This is what she views as someone who could be a dad to her, you know? And it's kind of like, okay, well, this is the only, like, male guidance I've ever had in my life. And this is, like, what's right. So I have to abide by this. It's and pimping. maybe it's that's pimping. what it was. It's like, pimping. It's great pimping. It's not great. Great pimping. It's great it's pimping. It's not great. You guys put guidance. Pimps give guidance to hoes. No, no, no. That's what no, they no, do. No, it's no. pimping. That is not the case here. Pimping, they man. were not hoes. I know they're not hoes, but his, they're his. <laughs> no, that was a terrible his, analogy. They're his. What, what's that? What's that thing? Take it back. What? No, no, no. Take it back. Like, that was so bad. Guys, I don't agree with this statement. He's pimping. He's pimping. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying. This is all alleged, anyways. It's all alleged. But it's if not he, alleged he did it. He did, this, that's all alleged. But like, let's get back to the, the, the core of the conversation. Like, R. Kelly, you know, wild out last week. So his girls came to his defense and was like, yo, he's not that bad. We enjoy our time with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and from what, what I what I took away from that is that it's hard to commit this man and say this man is a terrible monster where you have two young and very beautiful women, like, the beautifulness really does matter. These are fucking beautiful women mm-hmm. that are at his corner saying that we are his girlfriends. 
He treats us nice. We love our time with him. And our parents are trying to bring this man down. You know what I mean? Whether they're you say they're hypnotized or, or digmatized or, or under manipulation, they even look very convincing to me. These two look okay, these two I will say out of out of everyone I've seen, these two definitely look like this is something that they want to and, do. And also on top of that, where is his fucking what, what they say called like a few years he had a sex slave group? Well like only two oh, yeah, women? The thirteen year old chick, whoever whoever that was. Uh things niece right no no he said he had a a sex lit like uh, a sex like he the room uh, the buzzfeed article when it first came out said he has like a a flock of women at his beck end and shit like that where the fucking flock at i don't know about that i like what i know about from before all of this was that whenever girls used to be brought in there was one girl who taught them what to do and shit like that a sex cult there's more in, in a cult there has to be more than two people well, they all left. <laughs> they all Where'd they go? I mean, there could be... No, no, no. Hypothetically, there could be more that he's just hiding right now because he's like, okay, it's a tumultuous time. I can't be coming up with these extra women. Where so, are they? I don't know. But either way, I think the whole thing is still fucked up. But I will say that I think Jocelyn and Azriel seem like they're not being held against their will. Mm. But that's also not to say... This could have, I'm not saying, like, this could have been an act, too, at the same time. Maybe R. Kelly might have threatened them. Who who knows? Who really knows the truth at this point in time? It's like, you're getting so many different stories from so many different people. It's like, who knows the truth? Oh, and but, let's, uh, my, let's, let's speed it up. Let's talk about this fuckery, man. What? Let's talk about this fuckery. Yeah, where is this man find a sex tape? Like, Nina, 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 <laughs> Nina, Nina, Nina. Let's talk about this shit. Because they, they're trying to, they're trying to lock up R. Kelly for real, for real, they're trying to, th- they threw him in jail for fucking, <laughs> the felony for not, charges, for a, that was the first thing. Child support. Child support. Yeah. Where did they do, oh, well, I don't, that's fucked up. Why? That's fucked up. Why is that fucked up? He was like $160,000 below what he was supposed to have paid. I might, hold on, I, also, before we move on to this, this this man finding sex tape in his attic, just perusing through his VHS yes. collection, which is fucked up to me. Yeah. You know, let's talk about this. At what point in time, when you arrest your, let's say you have a baby father, right? He does. He's not really trying to fuck around with you or the kids anymore. And you arrest him on back child support. Mm-hmm. In what mind, in what mindset do you feel like you arresting him and him doing years is going to get you back your money, huh? Oh, I don't think it was that. I don't think she did it at all for that. I think she was actually quite smart in doing this. I think she did it because, okay, so the first time he got arrested, he had a heart. He didn't have the money to pay the bail, so some daycare worker paid it for him, the $100,000 bail to get out. So now I think that, I can't remember his ex-wife's name. Andrea. uh, Andrea. Andrea. Andrea? Whatever. I don't know. uh. But I don't know why you had to make that sound so flamboyant. But (laughs) What I say? It's Andrea, (laughs) Anyways, so I think she was doing it out of, like, okay, let's keep him away from these girls or yeah. whoever he is holding hostage. And you know what? Since I have that power and I know, because she probably could give less of a fuck that he owed that much. Uh, at this point, you're at $160,000. I'm sure you would have done it way beforehand if you really cared yeah. about it. But I think she did it because she's like, you know what? Since I have this power, let me get him locked up. He's not going to have the money now to get out because he didn't have it before. That lady's not going to pay again to get him out. So, well, she thought. So let me lock him up and keep him away and keep these other girls safe so he's not around. And I think that's why she did that. I don't think it was spiteful. A spiteful woman. I don't think I don't think it was spiteful. I think spiteful. it was for the safety of 
other girls. What girls? The Does other it, girls that he's holding. Because for all she cult? knows, for all she knows, for all anybody knows, Jocelyn and Ezreal could have been potentially acting and they might not actually like it. She might, or Andrea might know that there's more girls in there or she's just trying to keep people safe, I feel like. Uh, you know, they should arrest Andrea, man. I don't think so. She was in complicit with all the fuckery beforehand, before before okay, things went left. She didn't know. Nina, if, Nina, if we've been killing, if, hold on, Nina, if, we, if you and I have been killing people from 2001 to 2006, and yeah. then we just we fall out in 2007, and then I comes out that I've been still been killing people since 2010 to 2015. You still complicit? <laughs> no, because you don't. Yes, know you that are. She, but 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 you're saying that we were in it together. We don't know that she was in it with him. For she all we was know, she in it with been, them. She could have been getting abused by him, and that's why she kept her mouth shut. We don't know. Abuse and also you know helping facilitate the abusing. Okay. Andrea said that she would see women just Andrea. walk around. Andrea! What did I say? Oh, you keep saying Andrea. What Why the fuck is it there? It's, it's so it's, extra. <laughs> it's Andrea. <laughs> um, I think the wife should get arrested too. Question at least. Question by the FBI. Okay, question fine. But not... Uh, I, I know. I, I don't... Did I, you participate in any of the sex acts with the females? And you better not lie. <sighs> Okay. Better not lie. Anyway, so this I want guy, you under a deposition. Talk, talk about this guy. Oh yeah. Oh, so when I saw that stuff on like two days ago or three days ago, whenever that video came out on TMZ, I seen this guy reading from the paper talking about. I was in the. What, was he in the attic or basement? I don't. I don't know. I I didn't really read into this at all. I think he was either in the attic or basement, but he was looking through his VHS. It's 2019. Why do you have VHSs still? I still have mine, like Cinderella and Snow White and Mickey Mouse and Barney and Friends. The only VHS one is not even... I don't even have a collection of VHS. I know, VHS. but because you know why? Because people keep a lot of this old shit because they think at some point it's going to be worth a lot of money. I still have Barney's Like a vinyl? Boxes. Like a yeah, vinyl? yeah. People think it's going to be worth it's going to just come back. You know, why would anyone want to go regress back into quality if we have better quality right now? But I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of comparable in the way I see it to fashion. Like we regressed back to what people were wearing. And you know how hard it is to rewind a VHS tape? <laughs> no, but like, trust me, there's always those little white hipsters who want to be like, oh, my God, I was born in the wrong era. I was born in the wrong generation. You know, You've those people always that, been doing that. Yeah, exactly. So those are the ones who are going to buy these old school VHS tapes and try and find a VHS player and shit. Well, hold on. We already did the 90s thing. The next thing is going to be the early 2000s. And that's when DVDs started no, coming. I want to go back. I want to go back again. Yeah. All right. So this guy was searching through his house, perusing through his old collection of VHS tapes, stumbles across. Uh, something that says sports tape slash R. Kelly, thinking that he went to a concert. In the back of my mind, I was I wanted to ask you, have you ever been to an R. Kelly concert? <laughs> I, is that one thing? Just one thing to say, R. Kelly concert. Have you been to an R. Kelly concert, sir? Mm-hmm. All right, because that's the only reason, that's the only, that's the only sense it would make to have two fucking videos of sports and an R. Kelly concert. Oh you God. have to be at both. Like, either you're watching sports on your TV and you, re- you DBS it, and then you brought the same camcorder to an R. Kelly tape or R. Kelly concert, which I kind of find hard to do as a regular civilian. Mm-hmm. Back in when you had a video, a camcorder that actually filmed in VHS, and you brought that to a concert as a regular concert goer, I honestly find that call that BS. It's not like 2019 where everyone has something on their phone. You have like to a small, yeah. You have to physically bring a camcorder, and that shit has a VHS tape in it. Yeah. You're telling me you brought that to the fucking concert and it was like, yo, I'm going to just get this for history. No, you didn't, motherfucker. I don't know. I think he's lying. But I digress. He continues. Re- I'm trying to, like, right now I'm trying to think, like, 
You got think people actually bring camcorders into concerts? You would think they wouldn't be allowed because, like nowadays, when you're bringing in a, a professional camera, you need some sort of accreditation to do that. Like, I can't. I wouldn't be able to walk in with a Nikon and start recording. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And from what I know, I've never seen a live R. Kelly concert on television. I will never watch an R. Kelly concert. I've never seen one live on television to begin with. So there's questionable things from the start of the the inception of how he started this thing. And so he says that he pulled it out. He watched it, watched the sports stuff, and then it immediately went over to the sex tape where he saw R. Kelly in there. And he was disgusted. And then he said, I was, whatever, all whatever, whatever, whatever. And then he turned into the authorities. I'm like, this whole story don't make sense. Maybe. Okay, so. No, you try try to make sense of it because it doesn't make sense. Go ahead. So maybe he was obviously involved at some point in time with what was going on. Exactly. And so him giving it to the authorities and maybe he relabeled it himself mm-hmm. in this day and age, like in 2019, relabeled it to make it appear as though he really didn't know what it was. And now all of a sudden he's like, oh shit, I found this tape. That's really crazy. And now he doesn't want to get himself in trouble. And he's like, cause, cause you know, sometimes when people like know they've done something wrong, they're like, okay, just so it doesn't look sketchy. Because they know you're gonna, you, you know you're going to get caught. When you do something wrong, you're going to get caught eventually. Whether it's years down the road, seconds later, like, you're going to get caught. And so, maybe this was what happened. And then he's now, he's just trying to clear his name. That's not even out there yet. But now he kind of just fucked himself over. Even doing that whole press conference. You know what he should have done? He, he should have just burned, burned the fucking exactly. tape. Exactly. Burned the fucking tape. And I, but like, no, no, no. But I'm glad he gave it in because now we just have more evidence against R. Kelly. So I am glad that he gave it you, in, actually. So, no, no. So you're glad. He, he, you know. All right, all right, all right. So that's snitching, man. On who? Like, but what does it so, like he, if No, 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 no. It's the fact that snitching is what, I, what, I, what I'm saying snitching is you were involved. Mm-hmm. If you were involved and now you want to uh what's it, admonish yourself of all type of responsibilities regarding what your action has been and try to uh uh what's that word when you wanted to uh you know you want to seek forgiveness. Okay. You know, maybe from the higher ups or something like that. And you was like, you know what, this is the best thing I could do. Let me turn in the tape. You snitching. Because but- now now the FBI like most FBI you're gonna get questions. How do you come into possession of this tape? Oh, you're obviously gonna say, I don't know where it came from. Yeah. All right, so how many people do you know who has this who had this tape that came into your house and dropped off VH? I mean, now you, start, maybe he was now you of- gotta start listing people. Now when those people go like nah bro, that's shit not mine. You know what I mean? And the only tape that I know that was in circulation, that was in regular circulation. It was the P tape. Was the P tape. Yeah. Like, that's what I was gonna say. Like he said, this is a. They say are saying this, this is a third one? tape. Okay. So the only one I know that was in physical circulation was the P tape because you could have bought that at the flea market. It that's was online. So fucking mar- weird. I know it was very nasty. But the thing is, what I realized is, what I heard Charlemagne say is that like, if you watch the full tape with the P tape, there's only one scene where there's, there's the allegedly the young underage girl. Everything was like older women in the tape. I never watched the tape. I never watched the tape, and everyone that has watched the tape who's uh, Apparently knows about the tape. Never mentioned that there's other scenes in the shit. <laughs> so uh, that, that goes to show maybe a lot of you never watched the tape. <laughs> maybe. That's, so no, but no, no, no. I, I, I don't think like even so. If this is snitching, I'm not looking at it in a bad way at all. I, I well, no, I am looking in a bad way because I look at this as it's foolish, right? If you're really trying to take this man down, what, what did you have? Were you holding this over his head this whole time so that he could pay you? 
Maybe you know what it I mean? could have it could have been not, that, but not, that's extortion, right? It's extortion, and, and it's at the expense of these young girls, which sucks. But I'm I'm glad that it got to authorities now lock versus them up. later. I say lock them up. I say lock them all up. I say lock them up because if you had your why and you're also in possession of fucking child pornography, that's yeah. a felony right there, I sir. I say lock them all up. That's a felony right there. Yes, you did your job as a civilian, but you are under arrest for possession of child pornography. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a um, lot. Oh, we've been talking about R. Kelly yeah, way too long. Yeah, let's get like, I don't want to talk like, about him anymore. All right, man, let, let's talk about this juicy guy, all right? Okay, so a bunch of hospital workers got fired for reviewing his hospital records, but they said that, like, what had happened was when they were scrolling through the charts to get to their patients' records, like, Jussie's came up beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe their patients was just below or, yeah. like, a little while below. So they're Alphabetical order, I guess. And they just happened to come across Jussie's. And I'm not going to lie. If I was a doctor and hearing all this controversy around it, I yep. would look at it, too. Like, mm-hmm. but all these people got, like, a bunch of people got fired because of it. But um, I guess because it's, it's illegal to do that. It is because it's a it's a breach of confidentiality. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. This one lady, she came out and she was like, "Yeah, she got fired right at the end of her shift and escorted yeah. out, oh, and was, now she got to work the full eight. Yeah, <laughs> and now she's not she's not giving her name because she's uh, putting in an appeal to get her job back. Yeah. Um. Because she doesn't really think it's fair. And I mean, like, I get it's a breach of confident or breach of confidentiality, yeah. but like. I kind of just don't think it's really fair either. Man, leak the me, information. Was he no, actually but let injured? Me tell you, but let me tell you, because you know why? Like, my doctor, I don't go to my family doctor anymore. Do you know why? Why? She's misdiagnosed me three different times by reading me the wrong person's, like, diagnosis. Like, one time... I came oh, it in. sounds like a dumbass to me. I, I swear to God, one time I came in and I had like a scan done like on my like ovaries, whatever. And she's like, okay, I come in. She's like, yeah, you have like over like 40 cysts on your ovaries and all this stuff. And I'm like, but mm. I'm not in any pain. Like I don't ever feel anything bursting or anything like that. And then she's like, give me this whole rundown. And then after 15 minutes, she goes, oh, sorry. I just read you the wrong person's thing. You're perfectly fine. Everything's normal. I'm like, mm. are you fucking kidding me so like Mm-mm. at this point it's kind of like Mm-mm. like that's why i don't really think this is that bad because Mm-mm. it's like it happens all the time like realistically uh, it really does i don't know i mean reading someone else's shit happens probably <laughs> you looking at someone's shit <laughs> i don't know that happens all the time i don't know i just think that with all the controversy surrounding it it, it should be uh what's yeah. this man actually injured well, I don't know. We can't even ask these people because now they're not going to say shit because Man, they're trying to get their jobs back. There's a few dozen people that all they have to do, move, just move out to a different state. That's it. and tell us what the fuck going on man i I don't know if juicy actually got injured well we don't know but he's been what indicted on 16 felony counts yeah for filing a false police report and misdemeanor something something. so he's looking at potentially 64 years in jail is what i heard like yeah if you yeah if you count all 16 counts yeah you what do you think is gonna be the outcome of this do you think he's really gonna get put in jail to be honest no i don't think he is I, I, think, I think he might get off. I want him to get the full... I, I don't want him to get the full 68. I don't either because I need my Jamal Lyon and Empire. Yo, but. Appa- oh, apparently. On top of that, I think the, the Fox hasn't renewed for another season. So oh they God, might... They haven't? No. So they might get the, rid of the whole fucking season. The whole no! fucking series. No! This might get the room. I them. might be the only person on this planet who still watches Empire, but Damn. they can't do that to me. They might get him the fuck out of here. It's like, Damn. oh, <laughs> one bad apple ruined the whole bunch. 
That's crazy. If uh, that happens, lock him up for the full yeah. 64. I don't well, even care at that point. I don't, I'll, see the thing in the back of my mind, I feel like he's not going to get even like jail time. He might well, get a little probation. He might get probation. Okay. Uh, they might put him on papers, but uh, even if he did get to uh, found guilty, mm-hmm. which is looking likely he's found guilty on filing, filing a false police report. Yeah. They might hit him with, you know, all charges ran concurrently. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you Michael. know what, though? I kind of, the only reason I kind of don't fully feel like he's going to get away with it, part of me thinks, yes, he will because he's a celebrity. And I mean, just look at Takashi 69 but we're not even going to get into it. So just leave it alone. Anyways, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Anyways. You don't want to talk about Harvey Weinstein? Anyways, so, yeah, there. Okay, yeah, Harvey Weinstein, good example, too. Yeah. I'm just saying. Anyways, so. Um, but yeah, but the only reason I kind of don't have full hope that he's going to like get off clean is because, because of him already kind of having that warning and getting off clean back in what, like 2007 for pretending to be his brother for the DUI Mm -hmm. and shit. Like he got off with, I think it was just a year of probation and like a fine and that was it. And that's pretty much the same. Like that's impersonation, impersonation and filing false police report are kind of one in the same in a sense. If you look at it, oh, so you're gonna create like a history of just bad behavior. Yeah, like I feel like it's just like okay, that was like you know, for example, when you're speeding, like let's say, I mean, I've never been pulled over, mm-hmm. but w- whenever that does day does happen, knock on wood, I'm sure I'll just get off with a warning because I have nothing else on my license. No, you might get it with a ticket. Nah, I'll just start crying. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't, the thing is, I don't know if cops are that like sympathetic. No, they like are. That. I've heard so many of my friends have just cried or said they're on their periods and they got away with it. Especially when it's a guy cop and you're. If it's a girl, you can't do that shit. But if it's a guy cop, you're fine. It's like I'm on my period. My friend literally screamed at the cop and she's like, "I'm on my fucking period. Do you want me to pull out my tampon and show you?" And he's like, "Just go." Like, that's a little excessive, but it worked. Like, yo, to be honest, like, you gonna do all that crazy shit just to get away from a ticket? A cop might just say, you know, fuck it, bitch. I'm about to. to They might, they might. Like, you You do way too much. You gotta, you gotta, gotta, like, scope out the cop. Yeah, you gotta. But, but yeah, like, that's why I feel like that's like, that was kind of like his warning. And now it's like, hey, you didn't learn your lesson? Fine. Now we're gonna really lock you up. Yeah. But that's my opinion on it. Fuck, Juicy. But speaking of Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, so Nick Cannon is asking when's the surviving uh, Harvey Weinstein doc That's coming facts. Up, which is it's not. I know it's not. It's not. <laughs> he's a white man. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's top of the food chain. He's not coming. They're it's not never coming. gonna come out. He already. Well, when bit- is his shit gonna start? Like his, his trial? Yeah. I swear he got he one of his charges got dropped for something. Like I think the lawsuit against him got dropped. Mm. But he's still on for criminal charges. <sighs> and that it's funny shit, how all that got pushed away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, now we're just we just the, dealt with Bill Cosby, and now it's R. Kelly, and oh, now the there's fir- no Harvey. The first three months of this year have been wild. Has yeah. been strong. It's been a strong three months, and I find that ridiculous. It's like the year start off hot, and Harvey's probably sitting there like, "Yes, keep it going, R. Kelly. Like, yeah. keep me out of the spotlight." He's trying, oh man, he's glad this shit. Well, hey, we're gonna turn on him. Crazy. She's gonna turn on him. I don't think we're ever gonna get a doc of surviving Weinstein. Because I mean, he, okay, let's say if he gets he, charged and stuff, and like his thing ends up becoming like really big then maybe mm. we might get a movie about it maybe oh, wait, wait, produced by the Weinstein company <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad joke <laughs> uh, no nah, uh, you know why I don't think there's gonna be a doc about Weinstein coming uh, I don't think I think he put a lot of people might I think he might have put a lot of people in positions very powerful positions all because you know they sucked a couple dicks or nothing you know what I mean they sucked his dick or something they let him jerk off on him and then it's like 
you are in the position you are because you kind of fucked your way to the top. And then, especially for girls in certain strong positions, it's not a good look for them. Yeah, but... It reinforces the whole narrative of pretty girls sleeping their way to the top. Yeah, so. but you got to understand that not necessarily these girls didn't necessarily want to do that. Sometimes when you're as a... And I don't expect you to understand because you're a guy, but as a girl, when you're in certain situations, like you almost feel like you sometimes there's times where you almost feel like you can't say no because if you do it might become physical you know you're gonna suck a dick no exactly no but but like no 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 no. but what i'm saying is it's because think back to remember that time i told you when i was supposed to do some hip-hop interview show with some guy and 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 it turned out he made he made the whole thing up and he had me literally going with him to venues and stuff to look like where we were going to record and stuff we're supposed to have this big meeting and that week comes around and because i had made it clear to him yo this is strictly business and he wasn't with it like he was trying to hit and i was like okay like that's not happening and so it didn't happen but there's other people who would suck a dick to who know who might not think like me and could be scared in that situation like you know what i mean no but like but it's not willingly like but i'm not saying it's willingly like i'm saying they you could that can be forced upon you so they suck a dick out of self-preservation out of being scared like sometimes when you're in those situations like there's certain there's grimy dudes who can be very intimidating and like scary at that point when it's so, like okay like I, I, but i'm saying what i don't think Harvey weinstein was putting out hits on people i think dude was like hey if you don't you know let me do this you know sexual deviant shit around you or you suck this dick and type of shit i'm not gonna let you prosper in this industry no but not even that there was even people who were saying like him forcing himself onto some of the girls and he's such a he's not a small guy he's pretty fucking big like like he's fat he's not like tall tall he's fat yeah but he seems like a decent height as well you know what i mean but either way he's fat that like that fat guy coming on to even a girl as small as me is like okay fuck like how am i gonna fight this person off me like you know and then what you gonna cuss the neck you can't you can't do anything like i'm not apollo i'm trying to be really not that simple i'm trying to i'm trying to break it down like i'm trying to say i'm I'm trying to explain to you and all you got to do is sit there and understand that yes this really does happen instead of trying to defend it but the thing is you're not you're you're every time i bring up the 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 fight the the finality of it is like are you gonna suck a dick no and you you keep on saying no (laughs) no (laughs) and i'm like okay you're saying it you're saying it because you're saying are you gonna suck a dick as in you're sucking your dick you're sucking a dick to get to the top that's not necessarily how it is it because okay let's say for example i walk into harvey weinstein's office he's like okay if you don't suck my dick i'm not giving you this role and then you're like okay and you're sitting there a little puzzled he's already in your face at that point with his pants down holding you down by whatever force he has and then you want to suck at that point and it's like what the fuck like but you might not even be sucking it sucking it like you know what i mean so you, okay no, there we go like, you suck the dick all right no. so there, now we finally got to this position no so you suck the dick and he's like all right you know you did good i'm uh i'm putting a good word over you get you places now and then what i i don't know i don't know like so now you you suck the dick and now you got yourself you know a a, a good recommendation to do further things in the industry. yeah but that's not but that's not necessarily good because you get that recommendation but then he's like oh she did it once she'll do it again and i'm, I'm just gonna keep doing it until she gets because once you get that first role obviously at that point like a lot of other people's eyes are on you in terms of in the film industry or whatever industry yeah, you're in, in everyone's business, everyone's eyes are on you. you you had a first breakthrough role and oh it was through harvey weinstein so then he's like okay i could do it again because now she actually has some sort of status and i could fuck that whole thing up for her so now she has to do it and so i feel like that's why it's like it's not it's not a very simple uh situation 
to be in. And that's what brings me back to what I first said first. Oh. Is that there's certain girls in positions because they might have sucked or fucked but their way to... But not willingly. I'm the, I'm, but I'm not... But the narrative is not going to be like, oh, shit, you got it regardless. It's the narrative is going to reinforce the already already biased narrative towards certain pretty females in, in the industry that have gotten to certain positions. It's like you fucked and sucked your way to the top. Now, when you come and do... When you do a documentary and you're someone of power, let's say... You know, let's say Angelina Jolie sucked and fucked Harvey Angelina Weinstein. Angelina Jolie. What I said. I don't even know what you said, but that was not what you said. <laughs> yeah, so say that she fucked and sucked her way to the top through Harvey Weinstein. Now she wants to come out and say, hey, Harvey Weinstein is a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, I performed fellatio when we, you know, copulated a few times. Mm-hmm. And he helped me get my first few roles in the industry until, he, you know, he was no longer, we no longer did anything sexually. And then people are going to look back. He's like, so... You, you you got talent, but you, you, you fucked and sucked your way to, to the position to showcase your talent. But she didn't... But okay, but the thing is... Allegedly. This is not, this is not true. No, this, this is not hi- true. This is just a hypothetical situation to explain his thoughts. But... But the thing is, like, you, you, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you make it sound like it's almost willingly. Like, at, at this point, it's like something like that would be considered rape if she's coming out to say that it was against her will and stuff it's considered rape yeah she did it and she got to the top but like what i don't understand why people would look at her sideways for it like yes cool she had the talent but it's like a lot of people have talent and like when you're given certain opportunities like you take them you know what i mean yeah and so maybe she was given an opportunity with harvey weinstein she took the opportunity didn't expect to be raped and then was mm-hmm. and that's how she ended up where she was she didn't want to speak out against it until other victims came forward and that gave her the courage to do so exactly and it's also i watched this um i watched and sometimes sometimes you girls are not doing it out of like Fear of Harvey Weinstein. They're doing out of desperation because their lifestyle, they've been broke for a long time. But hold on. I was watching this thing called uh, the L.A. Complex a few years ago when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And there was a white girl. She was a dancer. And she was uh, went to a meeting. She got you know a proposition from one of the these guys, her talent guys. And it was like, yo, we could get you into places, but you're going to have to, you know, you know, suck and fuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she denied it at first. And then she got back home. She realized how she lived in. And she realized she had been struggling for a long-ass time. But she knows she's talented. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I guess she, without better judgment, she goes to the guy and go like, you know what? I'm here to get for the meeting. She closed the door. And then, you know, sexual ambiguity happens. And, you know, obviously she, she had sex. Okay. And she, you know, did the thing. And after she did that, she finally got a call from another talent agency saying, hey, we know that you're really talented. We'd like to bring you aboard. And now she felt really stupid because she gave up her body for a role when she could have just relied a lot on patience and talent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's what it is with some girls. It's not They're not fucking because Harvey Weinstein's pulling out his dick and going like, yo, you're not going to get nowhere. He's like, yeah, if, he, if he's making you feel comfortable, you go like, you know what? I'm willing to do anything to get where I got to go. And Harvey Weinstein pulls out his, you know, his cock. And and she starts dealing with it because out of desperation because she don't want to she no longer wants to live that broke lifestyle yeah. she wants to be among the rich and the famous and I, that, definitely I, I'm just saying for the point that I was making I was just going off of the ones who are coming out as victims the ones who aren't saying shit and who don't care fine sure they probably wanted to do that shit but the ones who are actually coming out as victims like yeah they probably feel abused against their will like you know what I mean yeah so yeah. it's just like but what about but, the one, but, what about the ones that are abused but are also you know reaping the the benefits of the lifestyle now 
Say that again. The ones, the ones that have abused? been abused but are also reeking or reap. What's this happening? Reaping. Okay. Reaping, reaping the benefits, benefits of, of the lifestyle. So let's go back to our hypothetical Angelina yeah, situation. Yeah, she's a so, millionaire. She's yeah. living well. Mm-hmm. She's has like uh, different ethnicity kids in her household. Yes, but she could at the same time behind closed doors be going to therapy for something that hypothetically happened. We don't, again, hypothetical, but something that happened with Harvey Weinstein way back in the day when she first started out and she but, could be she could be sitting there double guessing herself and being like I don't deserve this like I, I didn't do it I wish I did it differently and I'm not saying that that's the case for any of these girls like you deserve what you work for but if someone's forcing themselves upon you like you sh- you shouldn't feel bad for like getting to where you're at but at the same time you should feel violated that's just my opinion I understand I understand um but yeah. Anyways, so uh, uh, Drake. I don't uh, know man, fuck that. Okay, fuck that. I don't Drake took "Don't Matter to Me" off of his uh, really set care. list. I seen. I didn't really like the song. During his anyways. UK tour with Tori, I really wish that they did that tour here. Yeah, to be honest, some I remember someone saying something about would you want to see a Tory Lanez and Drake collab, and I was yes. like, nah, fuck I would. that. I don't want to hear that. I would. I really don't want to hear like them some R and B shit. I definitely would. I really don't want to hear them on a track together. Um, Bobby Smurda said he's done with six nine. Yeah, uh, that's some fugazi shit. I heard that and I was like, he he was like rappers do all this rapping entertainment shit. It made it seem. I know why you're saying that. Six nine is your guy. Like just say. It. But six no, the way rap, the guy. way that Bobby said it, he was like, all these rappers are entertainers. They're not really about that stuff. You better watch out for them. It really didn't sound like you're 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 copping, please, man. Okay. You know what I mean, like. If um, rappers are entertainers, why would you do a song with if you knew he was an entertainer to begin with? Like, you know he's a rapper. Well, why the fuck would you... Why? And then if you knew if you knew he's a rapper, entertainer, then why would him snitching have an issue with you? I don't know. But I, really, I did see a comment in there that said, uh, who cares? He was a one-hit wonder. It said, okay, it said, when you get out, nobody but your family is going to care. I mean, <laughs> you were a one-hit wonder because Young Ma came out and stole your whole entire flow and nobody even recognized. And then I was sitting there and I was like... She really did steal his flow. Yeah. If you compare hot, the word I can't say, yeah. to, to ooh, to ooh it's yeah. the exact same flow. Exactly. I was sitting there and I, I was actually shook because I've never like compared the two ever before. That's why she got hot. But I was like, Damn. She got hot around the same time when the, the steam for Bobby Smyrna was still kind of like on the on the downturn. But like, Could you imagine what life would be like if Bobby Smyrna was still out? Like if he never He'd probably would fall out by now. Do you really think so? Yeah. I don't know, man, because he had, he had Bobby Bitch that came out, exactly, and Bobby Bitch was wasn't say. like it nah, wasn't. Bobby Bitch was lit. It wasn't bumping. It was not, in Baltimore. That shit was lit. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> bumping. I mean, the computers might have might have had like a second coming up. Like after that, computers might have took off. But like Bobby Bitch was like his supposed to be the follow up single, and it wasn't. It wasn't hitting as hard as hot. I don't know, man. Because Bobby Bitch came out at the time that I had just got to Baltimore for school, and that mm-hmm. shit was playing everywhere. It was a it's a cool song. Like I, I it was a cool it. song, but like the thing is, it it, it didn't capital. It, it was supposed to capitalize and then maybe because the it didn't have a dance to it. Maybe so, but, and maybe it didn't have a video either. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyways. Um. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so what I'm do saying, you want to talk about next? Because uh, I know you want to talk about. We can go till one fifteen. I booked us till one thirty. Uh, we could go. We could talk about this. Uh, they talking about J- fuck J Lo. To be honest right. with you, so J Lo's allegedly being cheated on. You guys, yeah, but like she after knows she that. the day after she got engaged, another baseball player, Jose, uh, something called Jose Can Canseco. Can I don't know how to. Say I don't know, but she knows that she knows she's being. But he cheated came out and said that Alex Rodriguez is cheating on J Lo with Jose's ex wife. 
Yeah, you know, do they have kids together? Does his ex wife got A Rod got kids? Yeah. Yeah, but no, no, no. But he's saying that A Rod is cheating on J Lo. Mm-hmm. Jose is saying A Rod is cheating on J Lo with yeah. Jose's ex wife. Oh, Jose. Oh, yeah, that's what he's saying. And this is the day after A Rod proposed to J Lo. Yeah, he was holding that but shit. But my yeah. question is, because you see all this cheating happening within the celebrity world, like yeah. like Chloe and Tristan and, yeah. and J-Lo and allegedly J-Lo and A-Rod and just everyone in general. Like, yeah. would you... Okay, what are your thoughts when it comes to, like, an open relationship? Like, would you ever consider that? I feel like you're going to say yes. An o- like, open relationship meaning, like, polyamory? Like, you have a girlfriend, but, like, you guys are, like, cool with sleeping with other people. Not to, at the same time. Like, not threesomes, but, like, you're like, okay, I'm going to go sleep with Jessica down the block. I'll come back to your house later and we can watch a movie. Yeah, it's like polyamory, man. You would do that? No. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not, I got, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. No, I don't got I time always wonder, that. like, what's people's purpose in having, because in, in my opinion, personally, like, I would never do it. And, like, my views on an open relationship is what the fuck is the point? It's like, it's almost like. Yeah, you want to have sex with someone else because there's so much temptation in the world and there's so many other people in this world. But then it's like you're using me for that real emotional support that you need and stuff. And it's like, what's the point? I mean, if you look at it like this, people have different pockets for different things that they're able to bring out of you. Like people have different friends for a reason. Yeah. Different friends that do help different with, with different things. Yeah, but you don't think you could find everything you need in one person? Like, do you think you have more than one? Do you think there's more than one person in the world for you? I don't know. I've been been there. I mean, I there's been other people. There's been multiple people I've been interested with where I've been uh-huh. been invested in, but I I wouldn't know if the same. Like, do you time. believe there's one soulmate? No. Really? I don't believe in soulmates either. Okay. See, that's crazy. I mean, <laughs> I don't know because sometimes because it's like some people, for example, like they don't talk to people like online because they're like, oh, like. I'd rather meet someone in person and stuff, right? But Maybe. Then it's, like, it's, a, if, it's a lot faster to figure out who you like if you meet them in person. Definitely a lot faster. But then it's also like you could also look at it in the way with um, it's like when you meet people online, it's like there's so many people in this world that you have no idea even exist. And it's like you're like that's all at your fingertips too at the same time. Well, you got to think about it. It's like, yeah, there's billions of people in the world who now there's like millions of people who have like internet access and social media and also probably fit your criteria of like maybe like the ideal physical person. But think about it. Like after, after you leave like the GTA, because we live in the GTA, after you leave the GTA. There's way more out there. I know. After you, yeah, there's way more out there. But now after you leave the GTA, it's like more so it's like, how am I able to see them? Now you got to put the money up, right? Now you got to go like, there could be like a probably bomb ass chick in Atlanta that I don't know about, and she probably has probably fits my style. Yeah, but I would so have to put the money up. I have to put the money up. There's so many barriers. See, I don't there's, know. There's man. mad when barriers. I feel like when I really like, okay, not even when I really like somebody. When I really love somebody, like the barriers are not really a thing for me. There's, you're real barriers. I don't really care about it. Like, there's real barriers that people need to talk about. It's like, yeah, yeah this shit sounds fun. We could we could Skype and Facetime. You could. And then see each other like there's, uh, for example, I know a girl here who met her boyfriend via Tinder. I don't really know if it's a good idea, but she met her boyfriend via Tinder um, and he lived in New Jersey and she's been dating him for two years and they see each other once a month. Either she goes there or he comes here. And now she's actually moving to Jersey. Yeah, but is she like a permanent resident type of shit? Or is yeah. she just moving? I don't know, but I know a couple people actually. It's always Jersey people actually now that I think about it. Yeah, but like the thing is I can move to Jersey. But I got to work in Jersey. Yeah. That's one thing. 
it's not hard to work in the states when i was there all i had to do was get a social a social thing number and then you could get a job a social what a social, social security? insurance yeah social security that's what it's called there yeah. Anyway, nah, I don't think it, I don't think it's that easy. The, the no, beat. it is because all the international students. I I didn't do it because I wasn't trying to work, but the British kids did it, and some girl from South Africa. They got their social security number and then they got jobs. But you can't work when you're a student there. You can't work for more than I think fifteen or twenty hours a week. That was the only limitation. Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, I don't think it's so. I don't think it's that easy because if it were that easy, I, wouldn't we both be over there? Well, we're not students now. If right. we were students, then it could have been that easy. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't think it's that e- easy because I'm thinking about if we want to do radio, like you had like, to get sponsored to get there. Yeah, and like you saying, it's not that easy. So not, then she would have to apply to be resident easy. and then get a job. I'm saying if things were that easy, you don't. Do you think? Do you think a lot of us would be over here trying to figure out? But work some of us, it? some of us just don't leave here because this is all we know. Not that, but like I wouldn't mind going over there. It's just terms of there's barriers that we have to act. We have to go go through and those barriers are kind of like the term like hard for well us. in her scenario like she's going over there with a boyfriend who already has a job so she's yeah. like hey there's an income there so she could she can apply for her residency she doesn't have to necessarily worry about rushing it but for you and you and i let's say like let's say i go to new york tomorrow um i don't necessarily know anybody personally in new york that i could stay with for the time being while i'm awaiting my residency or whatever yeah. to come through and get a job and also being in someone's house and not really you know all you're really doing is, is, Just sitting, on the is couch. sitting down on the couch and cleaning the house you start to become a burden okay but maybe like this is different i don't know i don't know okay that's what i'm saying i i'm just a hopeless romantic okay that's what i'm saying that's all well i'm saying like yeah there could be like, there's barriers after crest so if i like a there's a girl if there's a girl in atlanta georgia i'm like yo she's a beautiful girl she's cool I'm like, I can't really see a future with her because there's certain things that are just blocking that. Yeah, we could Skype, we could FaceTime, I could probably visit you from time to time, but this shit's not more than just, you know, a little pen pal type shit. Yeah, but but I really, truly, and honestly believe that if you really like somebody, like, you'll make that shit work. Like, you, the barriers won't even matter to you at a certain point. Like, it goes you gotta be back practical. to... No, you definitely have to be practical, but... No, if you want some... Think, ser- hold on, serious relationships... You got to yeah. start talking about finances and all of that mm-hmm. type of shit. But, Serious shit. But I'm saying like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you really care about somebody, those barriers and stuff won't matter because you'll do whatever you can to no longer make them barriers. You know what I mean? Like, it all, it kind of relates to how people are always talking about, oh, if a person really likes you, they'll make that time to talk to you and stuff, which is very, very true. Like Different, than, different t- making time to talk to you is different than but that's like, making that, money. No, definitely. To go that, I, and that's, take, just my, that's just my like comparison. They're not on the same level for sure, but that's just my comparison of the two scenarios. In that case, like you could have somebody who works a full nine to five job and is texting you every second of the day, but then you could also have somebody who works five hours a day and doesn't text you like texts you once every three hours because yeah. but can you afford really... to have it though that's some sometimes you gotta ask can you afford to be in that type of relationship with someone like over over a, a thing i don't know but that's can what i'm saying if it? you really like that person and that's really what you're going after you will you will do whatever you can to but make can sure you, you can afford, afford it? it but you will do you'll whether it's getting a new job or or making extra money on the side with a second job like you'll do whatever you can to afford it like both parties, and I'm not just saying that's one party. I'm saying both parties at if that I, point. If I, if I make seven hundred thousand a year, right, and I'm talking to a girl who makes about thirty thousand a year, maybe forty thousand a year, relationships not gonna work. That's how you view it. That's not because you're viewing it as. Correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm getting from what you're saying is you're viewing it as her 
put using you for all the extra money you're making. No, no, her. not necessarily. It's like if I live, if I'm making seven hundred thousand a year, maybe seven hundred thousand excessive, anyways. If I'm making that type of money and I live in Canada, right, and the girl I'm talking to, you know, a girl I enjoy having conversations with, and I, and, and, and it's just good presence, right? Mm-hmm. And she's making about thirty thousand, forty thousand a year. The relationship is based on a long distance relationship where if it makes sense for us to travel towards each other all like frequently, consistently, Uh but we have to have that type of understanding. Like what's frequent and consistent to us? Is it once a year or not once a year? Is it once a a month? month? Is it like every every three months? Mm -hmm. You know, like how do we do this? And then how long are we are we with each other? Is it just for a weekend? Is it is it for a week? And but, it's like, can you afford? Can you afford to take off a week every month of the year yes, to come that, be with me? No, that definitely comes into play. But that's why I'm saying, I truly, I personally, truly, and honestly, honestly believe, yes, there are barriers, and it does come down to being realistic. But I truly and honestly believe, if you really, really care about somebody, and you are totally in love with someone, and that's your person, like you know, that's your person, and that's who you want to marry, whatever, do whatever with, like. You will do whatever it takes to make these barriers no longer a thing. Whether it's them moving here, you moving there, you guys moving to somewhere different completely altogether. Like, there's always a way to make something work. That's just the way I see it. But yeah. So, so the story is J Lo's being cheated on, and we don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to J Lo. She'll gonna fix it. <laughs> uh. So, oh yeah, man, this is sad. Like, I remember someone calling this nigger trinkets. I, I very. Nigger trinkets. Okay. Uh, so they stole his chain, right? Why we're talking about YBN Almighty oh, J. Man. They jacked his chain. I saw the video. The video didn't really look. I didn't really get a kick out of it. You know, I didn't really get a laugh out of seeing this man get kicked in the face. Uh, his pants was falling down. His I think his jeans were even ripped too. I like, didn't watch any of this. Yeah. Shit. So it's like it looked just it looked crazy. And then I seen the pictures of him in the hospital with neck brace on, and his face cut open. And he just took it for a chain, maybe some money, some IDs in his wallets and shit like that. And they're bragging about it on the internet. Mm-hmm. They also said they were selling it to Black China. Yeah, also said that. Oh, Black China contacted them and said that she wanted the chain back. You know, like, you know what I mean? Oh, and they were going to give it to her. Yeah, money. Jay okay. Prince is also saying, yo, we need the chain back because you, you disrespected, you know, uh, what we got over here, Rap A Lot Records and stuff like that. I look at this man and it's like, yo, I remember someone saying, yeah, this is a nigga trinket. Like, you know what I mean? I can't even say it. Trinket, trinket. Uh, stupid ass chain, man. Yeah. You, you did all that for a stupid ass chain. You what's bragged. The, what's the point? What's the point? Like, what are you doing? I seen that they're even promoting some new upcoming music video that that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing all of this shit, like, for a fucking chain. You did all of this whole ass shit for a fucking chain. You robbing people. Like, I don't really like all that robbing shit. Like, that's a, that's some whack ass shit. And they, they had this man all on top of, like, Snapchat and social media just look running around, running and running for his life because he was beating, getting beat the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Man, this is stupid. It is stupid. I feel like the only reason people do it is because they think it holds some sort of, like, status. Like, when they, when you take someone's chain, it's like, oh, like cool you have this power but it's like you're a nobody so nobody really cares yeah that's why i look at it man but what do they say is going to happen to um ybn like what's what's going on like is he life-threatening condition no no no. i think he just he got a buck 50 in his face like i well people are saying he got cut with a a broken hennessy bottle oh yikes i don't know how it's still cut in the face man yeah like and it's going to heal terribly too unless he's going to get plastic surgery 
Like getting a cut in your face is like it's gonna, it's gonna be a scar. Yeah. So unless you get like plastic surgery, kind of fix that shit up, he's gonna be scarred for life. And he's gonna always he's always gonna remember this traumatic moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like you don't have any scars. Me? Yeah. Everyone has scars, but this is a, getting cut in the face is not like. No, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like falling off your bike and getting a scab not, on your I don't your think head. he's necessarily going to look at it like five years from now and be like, Damn, like, just sit there and cry. Like, I don't think he's going to. You know, you haven't got your face cut before. No, I haven't. But I don't think he's going to sit there five years later and sit down and cry when he's making all this money. Like, I don't think that matters to him. Like, right now, yes, it matters because he's like, damn, I got the living fuck beat out of me. But five years from now, I highly doubt he's going to be sitting there like, oh, man. Like, remember that time I got hit with the Hennessy bottle and my face got cut open and start crying about it? I don't think he's going to care about it. Five I years think it's now. a very emotional point for some people. I, based on the based on the circumstances, I think it's very emotional. I don't think so. Getting cut in the face. You never got cut in the face. No, but like it's a cut in the face over a chain. He's going to have more money than these guys will five years from now. So I don't think this is going to be like this is going to be the least of his worries. Sorry. Like he's not going to care. You say anymore. that. He's going to remember. I'm he's not saying he's not going to remember it. The people are going to remember. I mean, yeah. Being a public remember, fam- but they're going to be down and out. They're not going to be up like he is. So I don't think he, it's going to matter to him. Like he already has everyone on his side anyway. So I don't think the, like it's really that big of a like traumatic situation. The like people are going to remember it. People get shot every day. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> people are going. The you. people are going to remember, and the people are going to always remind you of that time you took it out. Um, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Cool. All right. Uh. All right. So, uh, shout out to OG Mako. He's uh, sh- you know, being strong in the face of uh, adversity. I didn't know that was a real thing. I don't know. Whatever I saw in his face, that shit looked crazy. It looked really sad. It looked fuck. Looked like burn marks. It did. They said it's a flesh eating disease. Yeah. And because, you know, he said. He went to the doctor three months beforehand, yeah. and they told him it was just a rash, yeah. and they didn't treat. If they treated it before, he would have been fine. See, that's that's why people recommend always getting a second opinion. Always, bro. Like I don't trust the doctors. Like that's even like when it comes down to remember how I was talking about when I block out when I work out and stuff. I went to the doctor. He tried to tell me it was nothing. I went back again two months later. I'm like, no, something is wrong. Runs a heart test and is like, it's your heart. Like you know. So it's like you always got to make sure like. You know your body better than anybody else, whether the doctor tells you that or not. Like, you always got to get a second, sometimes even a third opinion at that point. Like, so that's like sucks. Yeah. Like, there's even the stories you hear about people with cancer where it's like, oh, like, like, yeah, they just thought they had some like minuscule like sickness or whatever, got meds for it and was fine. And then they find out they have cancer. Yeah. Like, that's exactly. scary. Can't trust the doctors, Fuck you, man. doctors that are trash. All right, so I was watching this uh, interview with, uh, it's called Don't Be Easily Offended or Easily Offended. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was circulating a lot on, on Twitter, right? Yeah. A lot of clips are going around out of context as, at that. There are a lot of clips out of context on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I had to watch it myself. And I was like, hold on. They made Murder Mook look like a coon. Mm-hmm. They made Yes Drew look like a, a racist bitch who's out to get black people. Mm-hmm. And they just made the whole thing just seem like a, just, a, a, just a fucking debacle. So I sat down. I watched it. It was like almost three hours. And I just sat there and I listened to everything. There's one point where Murder Mook was laughing. He was doing, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at that first out of context. He was thinking, this dude trying to fuck. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't see those. I saw the clips, but I didn't watch yeah. them. So I was like, dude's trying to fuck. I'm like, yo, Murmuk has a whole ass wife and a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And so when she said the reason why he was laughing is because she was telling a story about Joe Budden. 
He was like, Joe Biden called my phone while I was in the movie theater three times talking about, yeah, I'm trying to return joggers to Keith, to the uh, Kith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Trying to return shit to Kith. And the cashier wasn't going to let him return the joggers. And so he was calling Yes Jules three times in like an emergency. He was like, yo, call Ronnie. I'm trying to return these shits to the thing, but they're not, not trying to do it. And she was like, she called Ronnie. Ronnie called her back and was like, yo, he's not returning it because Joe Budden posted an Instagram picture of him wearing the joggers. Oh, my God. And then then she was like, after that incident, she didn't really, really fuck with with him like that. And at the same time, I thought he was a clown. The way she said clown. And then Murder Moot was like, and the thing when she said clown I laughed too I was like yeah. that shit funny cause when someone says you clown like you a full ass clown like you was a whole clown out here right mm-hmm. and then he was trying to explain it why he was laughing because he was like I'm from Harlem when you, <laughs> you can call someone like, like when you call someone a clown like that shit is some clown shit like yeah <laughs> and so that part I was like I swear Sam Santana came out and said something about it too on Twitter I don't really care what she said she referred to Yes Jules as a little boy they're like I don't understand why these trash people keep giving this little boy a platform and it's so, so she also said that Santana probably has an issue with her. And when she got with Joe, Joe suddenly switched up on her and, and started, you know, not giving her, not really giving her the benefit of the doubt and started really going to the attack. So he's basically saying Joe is probably just, you know, defending his lady or not even defending, but sticking, taking his lady's problems and issues and then making it his since like it, maybe if Sin doesn't like Jules, then Joe doesn't like Jules. But Jules said that she was on Joe Budden's podcast in the past, mm-hmm. and they're all cool. Everything was all copacetic, and that's how they built a relationship. And so I looked at this, and I'm like, at what point did, does Yes Jules... Because what I'm seeing from this, right, a lot of the times I never really heard Yes Jules really speak her piece. Like, she always did a whole bunch of apologies that made me just feel like she was guilty for some shit. Yeah. But I never knew what... You know why? I'll tell she, you why. She put, she put out the picture, the picture of niggas, niggas be lying. All right. I personally don't think that's necessarily like a, that's a really offensive thing. And besides that, she had the sex tip. Okay, that's not something to really. For okay, black no, she said the shirt was N words lie a lot. Yeah, she said so. Am I allowed to wear this shirt at the festival tomorrow yeah. or no? That was twenty seventeen. Yeah, but do you know what happened before that? What happened before that? She said, hashtag white thoughts. This was like a couple years before. Yeah, that. she was and explaining that on the podcast as well. Why do all these black girls hate me? I've been so nice. Walks out of the club with a light-skinned dude. Black girls don't like me because black men do. It's a guarantee in any situation. I walk in a room with a group of girls. Room has men from every ethnicity. Black mm. men beeline straight to jewels. And that is when everyone was like, this bitch is just a fucking culture vulture. Like, that's it. She could be saying facts, though. Either way, it's fucking racist. Like, I don't think. I don't think that, that's not racist. Well, she she didn't put down. She didn't, hashtag white thoughts. Why do all these black hashtag, girls hate me? I've been so nice. Walks out of the club with a light skinned girl. Black girls don't like me because black men do. Like that's that's not racist at all. That's pretty knowing the, that's not racist. the time. No, no, no. Knowing that's very insensitive because knowing the time that's that we're in, when you know for a fact there's this whole conversation around. I'm not saying every every black man, but when you know for a fact there's a conversation around black men or men in general degrading black women because they don't see them as beautiful and whatever and stuff, and you're saying shit like this as a white woman when you should be being there to uplift the other women, even though they're not the same race as you, you're all women, you should be there to uplift them, and you're going to come out and say stupid shit like this? That's not, that's not right. 
That still doesn't give. That's still not like a strong ass point to say, yo, she's racist. I mean, it I don't is even think, like I don't even think point. that. That's not. It's not. What, what, so, that's your. That's your. Your thought is that you're above all other black women. You're putting. You're putting yourself on a pedestal because of the color of your skin. I don't think and so. you think yes, you are. You're, you said it right so. there. I said she said what she said was white thoughts or was something like what white thoughts. Mm-hmm. Why do black girls hate me? I've been so nice. Walk into a club, and black guys. Black girls don't like me because black men do. It's a guarantee. Exa- this is but that's this is the one. No, but this is the one I'm saying. It's a guarantee in any situation. I walk in a room with a group of girls. Room has men from every ethnic every ethnicity. Yes. And black men beeline straight to Jules. She's putting herself on a pedestal as a white woman and bringing down the black woman in the community when she should be there to she's uplift not, them. She's not. She is. If I, I mean, if you're if, literally if, delusional, I'm like, not delusional. Me off. I'm not delusional. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not delusional. Delusional. If if a white girl knows that she walk, all right, all right, all right, not even that. We've I've been to I've been to a school right mm-hmm. where black guys love white girls. Yes, exactly. Everyone knows a black guy exactly. who loves snow bunnies. So for when sure. so when a white girl says I walk into a club, every ethnicity is in there. Black guys fuck with me. Why is that so hard and to? Why is that not fact? And black girls don't like me because black yes. men do. And yes, why that's do all very these true. Black girls hate me. Like you're going on and on and degrading these women more she and more. Degrade. When you she know, didn't degrade them. Yes, you are. You no no you no. You are when she you're did, coming out and openly saying this stuff and talking about oh like at black men beeline straight to me because oh you're insinuating right there that they don't like black women because you said it right there with any group of girls like and then you're specifically calling out black women so at that point it's like you're degrading I, them I don't see no type of degrading degrading is when you when you stomp on someone and say like yo these black girls be annoying these black uh, yo dark skin is just disgusting and let's not forget in the interview how she also came at Karen Civil and Scotty B like, she, two other black women she didn't want to go at like the Kardashians or anyone else who they say they're culture vultures as well. Like she Kardashians are not coming them. after guess jewels. Like, but for a reason, they're all in like, don't get me wrong. I watch the Kardashians and whatever. But like at the end of the day, I can acknowledge the fact that yes, they are culture vultures too. Like it's all, they're all one in the same. Yes, jewels and the Kardashians. So I don't know what that, I, I, don't, say, I don't, a culture vulture is someone that is not of your culture and you come in and exploit it. She's, if she said, if she grew up in Miami around Haitians, Jamaicans, Cubans and all that stuff and she grew up on hip hop that doesn't necessarily make her a culture vulture she's white and she's new to you and she, her appearance is different doesn't make her a culture vulture I mean you know what I mean it, it, and pause and, and also you know me being African right me being Nigerian specifically I don't I don't I don't put out the culture like that mm-hmm. because I'm not from it in a sense where I never you never see me in a fucking dashiki you never see me speaking the pig yeah the but pi- don't you ch- no check this out I've never speak the pig the pigeon English I've never done all of that shit and I've never even tried to even put myself out there to, to try to get the African crowd you know why because that's not what that, I've never really identified with that all the way so if I if I turn around and say yo 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 I'm doing all this culture shit to get money from the Africans that makes me a culture vulture right although that my make yes you it does a culture yes it does because Your I'm exploring I'm, in being I'm exploring the culture that I can say I grew Yo, up. No, 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 no. You're I being, wish you guys could see the look no, on my face right no, now. No, I'm, I'm growing up. I'm growing up, and I'm and now I'm exploiting the culture that I can say I've never really been invested in for money and monetary gain. That's what a culture vulture is. Yeah, but and when you, I come, if I say if I come to Africa talking about you know, all of this and that, the Africans there or the Nigerians there are going to go, who the fuck is this goof? Okay, but let me ask you this: Have you ever been back home? 
No. But you eat your traditional food at home. No, when not you were really. Growing up, your mom at least made you something or took you somewhere that had something to do with your culture, whether it was the church or whether it was um, maybe wearing a dashiki for some sort of day or event that's commemorated within your culture. Whether you did that shit or not, that's ingrained in who you are as a person. That's your identity. Yes, yeah, so that's a part of your so identity. I'm glad you said that. So why can't I say the same thing for Yes Jules? If she grew around with hip hop all the time, she and grew the urban up cult. around it, but she's white. That's like that's, what does that so mean? That could, that could be that what does could that very mean? easily be me saying. Saying, oh, I lived in Ottawa for 10 years, so I'm white, even though I'm Indian. Like that, no, like that's because she's out here insinuating that she is like, she's like the best thing. She's better than black women and all this other shit. Like, I don't that's think not she, okay. I don't think, I haven't heard her say that she's better than black women. I and that's the issue here. It that's the issue. Tweets, like, People are just coming up with the speculations of what she's saying. But it's not a I'm, speculation. She I'm, said it and your phone is ringing. I'm taking it. I'm she, taking everything as verbatim. That's okay, my, we're cutting back in. All right, that's my bro. Uh, yeah, but you're saying, but what I, I'm taking everything word for word. I'm not do. I'm not adding any type of flair to it or any type of insinuation. If she says, if she said, I heard, I read what you said. I read what she said. I heard you what you said over and over again. If she doesn't come out and verbatim she says, yo, fuck all these black people type shit. I'm I'm trying to come up like that. Da da da. da. Or if she's not from, let's say, the hip hop culture, which she's also said that I grew up. But make, do we even know if that's true or not? That's another thing that you got to look at the credibility of that. She could have very easily said, I grew up in Miami and blah, blah, blah. But she realistically could have just been there every single weekend. Like I'm downtown Toronto no, she, every single weekend. No, she, she grew up. Lived, she lived she in Miami. She grew up on the outskirts. She said she lived know. in Miami. And she said when she was between like five to eight, she moved to Boston or something. And then she came back when she was like 12 or something. Yeah, but I'm saying like it could have been on. It might not have even been Miami. It could have been the outskirts of Miami. Like we don't know the credibility of that. So if someone lives in Brampton, you still not. You're still part of the GTA and you still part of you still part. Influenced by that Toronto culture, regardless, right? Yeah, but I'm saying, Regar I'm, regardless, American right? outskirts aren't 20 minutes. American outskirts are like three hours out of town. Like that's what I'm going off of. Yeah, but so people who people who live in Compton at, necessarily at the end always of the day, say they're. My from opinion is that her comments are very insensitive, especially knowing the the age and time that we're in. And I don't rate her. That's it. That's hey man, I I think people just wild. I think people overreacting. And yo, Scotty, what has Scotty Beam done? Well, hold on, what has Scotty Beam done? So she you don't even she know about her. She, she don't even you don't even no, know what Scotty what Beam does. Yes no, 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 no. What Scotty Beam does? What has Scotty Beam done to the hip hop? I don't know. I think exactly. She's a producer. At this exactly. Point. Like, like I've never seen Scotty. Be I don't know what the fuck Scotty Beam does. I just see up until like last year, she was the social media girl at Hot ninety seven. Okay, and you so, know what I mean. But yeah, but, but I know what so Carrie Civil yes, bring her up because Scotty Beam, Scotty Beam has some type of issue with her. She said that after whatever that niggas be lying a lot shirt came out, yeah. Scotty Beam was like, "Yo, I'm gonna come jump you at." So at, why is it a problem? But why is it? Why can't Yes Jules accept the fact that? certain things that she's doing, certain people within the black community who have a right to feel racially offended by it because she's using or she's wearing shirts and stuff that she she's not wearing a shirt she was, well, she was asking that, to wear it that, she's asking she wasn't asking to wear, to wear it at all but, she but, literally what, said i the, have the tweet right here she so literally on, said so can so i this wear this, this or no this was this was what it was the reason why she posted that is because she was dealing with um she was dealing with her boyfriend. She found that her boyfriend cheated on her. Yes. And so, so as an immature girl. She found a shirt that she, said a word she yeah. knows she can't say and posted it anyways, yeah, so she which did is that, still that, her saying that, it. That was, a, that was a thing. And then she put like, Which whatever. is still her saying it because she's finding a shirt that says a word she can't say and she's it's still her saying it, especially if she's going to wear it. Agree or, dis or disagree? I, I really didn't take offended from that. But I'm saying, so, but why is it an issue that people within the black community can, be, and rightfully so, can be offended by it and that's a problem? 
People can be offended by a lot. But of you things. were saying you're you're kind of making it seem like it's a problem that Scotty Beam was offended that the her problem. No, 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 no. no. My thing is my thing is what has Scotty Beam done? Who cares what she's done? But the, at the end of the day, her issue came with Yes Jules because I she think, felt I, racially offended me, by I think the Scott, shirt. I think Scotty Beam is jealous of what uh, Yes Jules said. I yes, it really does. Yes, it does. So. You don't even know. Yes what... Yes Jules doesn't even do shit. She has her little events and her festival and shit, but nobody really goes to it. Like I think people go to it still, hear, but it's not as popping as something like Rolling Loud or fucking uh, Coachella or something like that. Like but it's those, not, those she's things not, are... she's not where she wants, she's not at the top where she thinks she deserves to be or what, for whatever reason, she's not there because she's bringing herself down with the stupid comments she's making without thinking. That's I, what it is. See, the thing is what I'm looking at, I re- after I watched this whole interview, I'm like, I don't think people have a reasonable, you know, foundation of why they hate Yes Jules. Just because yeah, I haven't found everything. Like, I can understand certain things when it comes to certain things like R. Kelly. Yeah, I can understand why people don't like him. Yes, Jules, you guys are all coming up with speculations and shit like that. But uh, not speculations when the tweets are right there and the shirt. OK, so let's not even go off of the tweets that I'm saying that you can insinuate messages from, which you very clearly can. But if we're going to take that out of the equation, the shirt itself, when she's saying a word that she knows she can't say what she knows she can't say a word so she buys a shirt that says it and debates on whether or not to wear it and people are offended by that i don't see it as an issue that wasn't a real shirt she had though it was like it was obvious it was an image like, either way she you you know she got the image and you explained it yourself she got the image because the dude she was talking to fucked her over and yeah, so she posted being, a picture of a shirt because yeah. she can't type the same thing how herself. girls say men are trash that's what she used to niggas lie a lot yeah but she's saying it as a white woman she's saying a she, word she didn't she really say it at all but she didn't she say it She posted it because she knows she can't type it with her own fingers. Like, why can't you just acknowledge that? But like, you know what? The thing the thing with racist, racism is, I think a lot of people just... I think ra- racism is obviously a power structure. It's you using your power to put down through systematic racism and other means. That's what racism is. It's really a power structure. Yeah, and she right? did, and that's what I, I was... And I said you, it so, like, three times ago, putting asking, down black women. But she hadn't put down anyone. Do, uh, no, if I say, yo, yo, if I start degrading and actually systematically bringing down black people, those are two different but things. But she is systematically. No, she's, she's not. She's a white woman. Automatically she's within not. the system, she's put above any other woman of color. Why are you, giving her, why are you giving her that much power when she knows she no, doesn't have that I, much it's power? Not even, that's not even a thing. It's automatic. You know, we talk about it all the time. White men are automatically top of the food chain below any other men of color. Same way white women are top. Because you can even look at the stats when it comes to pay and whatever. White women are always getting more than any other woman of color. So it's right there for you. I don't understand but why. See, you're using you're you you're telling me a fact <laughs> that but you is just not. Asked for one. You're telling me a fact that's unreal. First you said why are you making it up? Now you're saying now no, I'm no. giving you a fact and you're saying now you're telling me a fact. I don't see the problem. Yeah, I'm listening to what I'm you're saying. You the truth. I'm listening to what you're saying, but you're giving me a fact that is solely unrelated to what we're talking about. No, but that is I, related which, because well, I'm I said, glad you she's said putting that. down black women she because she's she, at the top and she knows she's at the top. She's not at the top. She's at the top out of all other women of color. White women are at the top, which is why I'm saying I think the Karen correlation. Sil- no, the I think Karen Silver is a lot higher than her. No, the correlation right there is that white women automatically get paid more when it comes to jobs and whatever versus women of color. Same way in anything else, whether it comes to benefits and whatever, they're getting more because they're white women. And she knows that she has that systematic power. So she's using it to her ability to bring down black women in the community and get every other man on her side so she can have sex with them. That's it, plain and simple. Where'd you come? Where'd that shit come from? What do you mean? It's in her tweets. I don't get it. You're pissing me off. Like, Where'd that shit come from? I don't get it. Like, I'm literally saying everything to you, and I'm giving you answers.
answers and you don't like it, so you're just rebuttaling I'm not, everything. I'm, I'm listening like, to what you're saying. I'm, a, I'm objective. I have no. I have oh no. Oh my god, need. I'm gonna rip my hair out. You're t- you told me some shit. <laughs> it's like no, yes. because you okay. said you said how was she at the how was she at the top? It doesn't how? make sense. You're making how? it up. And I just told you the system puts her at the top automatically. How? Oh my god, you what guys. System? I'm gonna hip-hop? fucking lose my shit. The hip hop system. Up. We have two minutes. Just the hip hop system. Put, up, the hip hop system. Put them up. Yes, Jules is not Holy up like that. Shit. Oh my. She's not bringing down nobody. Just wrap it up. She's it's not done. bringing down it's nobody. Done. Oh it's my done. god. We don't have time anymore. That is shit is crazy. <laughs> I can't believe you said that shit. No, I can't believe that you're really trying to you question said me because you know I got the answers. Like you don't got the answer. Really you just told me a fact that's, that's unrelated really to what crazy. we're dealing with. And I could very easily use this. You didn't say to nothing. Segue into the Jamal Knox conversation, but unfortunately, we fucked Jamal. Oh yeah, the lyrics and shit. No, no, no. We're keeping that for next week because I actually have a lot to say on that. Man, I did a lot of research and found out a lot of shit. I think Yes Jules is innocent, man. All right, so, man, this has been another episode of the Educated Reckless Podcast with your host, Apollo P. And no better, Nina. And see you back next, next week. week.